Welcome back to the Red Dirt Road Podcast. Your host, Marshall Barnesworth, here with my cousin, of course, Alex Breitenbach, co-host. How's it going? Doing well. Another day, another dollar. How about you? Good. It is Friday. Thankful for the weekend. Threw in some laundry, getting some stuff done. Got a wedding tomorrow. The girlfriend is maid of honor, so she's down there right now, and I'm just back recording this podcast of the Kicksbrook self-titled album, which has taken us a long time to do. Of course, 11 songs, and we've been jumping back to other songs. I'm excited to yeah. finally get this, get into this. Oh, definitely. I mean, what's it, like 11 weeks in a summer, as I said, uh, last episode, something yep. like that. Yeah, it's been, it feels like a really long time ago since we did those Ronnie Dunn songs. Started out and had my uncle Craig on here. Definitely. Some some podcast news, of course, we keep breaking our monthly record, which goes from mid-September to mid-October. So we're at 211 right now for that, which is pretty awesome. Still going to be breaking that. And then we're almost at... 1,000, we're at like 940 or 950, something like that. So by the time you listen to this, it will likely be at 1,000. So next time we record, hopefully be at 1,000 streams. Nice. Moving on up in the world. It's good to hear. And then getting into the Kicks Brooks self-titled album, of course, 1989. I got a few facts from the kind of statistical side. So on Spotify, the most popular song off of this album is The Last Rodeo, last song of the album, a little over 46,000 streams. Least popular, A Little Magic on My Mind, only around 8,000. The most popular songs currently are The Last Rodeo. It is at number five for Kix Brooks out of all of his songs. And Baby When Your Heart Breaks Down is at number 10. The most popular episode that we have out of any of the ones where we're covering songs on this album is, ironically, A Little Magic on My Mind. Which is kind of funny because that's his least popular song. But that was our most popular uh, episode with my girlfriend, Emma. We got to 40 streams. That was pretty cool, and and that was only a couple weeks ago or something. We released that a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty recent. Yeah, so that that was a very popular one, and then our least popular song or episode that we covered one of these songs was "There's a Telephone Ringing," only ten streams. Don't Whoa, know why people didn't people didn't like oh, that. I don't know why. That's that's surprising, you know, because. I would assume because, you know, I, and, and I'm, I'm not going to spoil my pick for, you know, the my, my top list, but I, I tend to think that that was, a, that was one of the good, the better songs. I mean, I'm very surprised it's a little magic on my mind. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because we had the guest. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because, yeah, some of them with the guests, you know, we had more, but there was others that – we did not have a guest that had more streams than this one. I don't know why this episode, such few streams. 
I don't know. But I do not, I don't think it's from the quality of the song. And then some facts just about the album in general. Let me pull this up. So, of course, the album named Kicks Brooks is the first solo album by the American country music artist Kicks Brooks. It was released on Capitol Nashville in 1989, a year before he joined Ronnie Dunn in the duo Brooks and Dunn. The album was released in 93 on compact disc via Liberty Records. It includes the single Sacred Ground, which was a minor hit for Brooks on the country charts, and a new version of Baby When Your Heart Breaks Down, which was re originally released in 83. Sacred Ground was last covered by McBride and the Ride on their 92 album, Sacred Ground. McBride and the Ride's version peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot Country and Singles Tracks, Singles and Tracks chart. And then some of the, well, all of the songs on the album are written by Kicks Brooks and then someone else. There's only one song that is written by only Kicks Brooks, and that's Baby When Your Heart Breaks Down. Of course, that's the, the, the much older song. And I mean, can I say something about the? Oh, sorry to interrupt, but oh, I was I, just gonna say. Um, uh, go, go ahead. You know, oh, well, I, I was gonna say about the um, about the cover. Um, you brought up an interesting point about the you know the the CD re-release about that. You know, I did some uh, some digging, and personally, I did not like the album art for the vinyl release in what was it eighty nine? You said that came out. Yep. Yeah, I, I thought that was way over, like, you know, that that does not, did not make any sense. It's just kick Brook, Kicks Brooks in a suit. But, I mean, that's that's my opinion. I think the re-release. That's, that's the one on the Wikipedia page, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the 89 release where they released it on vinyl, it was an LP, had a had a picture of Kicks Brooks with a rose in a, in a, in a suit. It didn't make any sense. But yeah, the, the, the newer one is much better. better. Yep. Yeah, I think the newer one, the old one, you know who he looks like? Edgar Allan Poe. He looks exactly. like he's sitting there like he's going to be writing some dark stories and a little black cat should exactly. walk by. It don't, you know, the, the newer one looks much more clean. It looks like Kicks Brooks. Got a little grin. Yeah, got the mustache. Exactly. The hat, too, is a signature of Kicks Brooks versus the old one. He's got, you know, some like untamed afro-ish hair it don't don't look right exactly that was my opinion i figured like you know the original vinyl album like i i personally like if i was buying this album solely off of you know um the album art because some people do that i know people that are a couple of my fraternity brothers just will literally go to the record store and pick out something that looks the nicest and then they'll just buy it but in my opinion, like that looks nothing like what Kicks Brooks is. It doesn't represent his personality or who, who he is at all, in my opinion. Before we get into the rankings of these songs, any last minutes, just kind of overall opinions of the album as a whole, not, not really the songs they have? I mean, just the album as a whole. 
uh, kind of collectively did you like it not like it well collectively i'd say that the one thing that they need to change or that that if they could do a re-release and and change it up a bit what they could do is definitely change the track order because as it stands if you bought this album on vinyl and i've said this on air before you will fall asleep halfway through the album <laughs> you will i mean i mean that's just the way it's set set up I, I i did not like that because like you know i know we break each of these songs down individually but if i had to sit through this like i'd really like the introduction i'd fall asleep in the middle and i might even miss the end because that's how you know not very well organized the song order is in my opinion but other than that that that's it yeah i don't uh I don't really like it as much. It's yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not really a huge fan of this album really as a whole. I there's a few songs on it that I like, but um not a, not a huge fan. You know, I think that it's definitely missing the Ronnie Dunn aspect. It's got some songs I don't even think are really even well written, which I was kind of disappointed. You know, you would think that at least they would be well-written and not have the vocal capacity, but some of these, you know, really aren't even good songs at all. But, you know, it is what it is. Well, actually, I, I just remembered this. Another thing that I noticed is that none of the original people that were on this album in terms of, like, the instrumental backing people, like, none of them. I, I, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but... From what I saw, almost none of them made it onto his like follow-up album in 2014 or any of the other albums that I'm aware of that he worked on. So my guess is this was kind of a dead cat bounce for him, that he really? fired all of the <laughs> musicians or something. Maybe he did that. For Even for the Brooks and Dunn? I'm not entirely sure about the Brooks and Dunn stuff, but I know that, you know, when Because I think... I think- Don Cook, I believe, wrote a lot of Brooks and Don things. Ah, and he well, was, no, he I, was I, I, I meant solely uh, like instrumentalist stuff, like you know. Oh, not right. No, you're not. You're not talking. No, writers. no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not talking from a songwriter standpoint. I'm oh, just talking okay. solely from the people who were, you know, helped him build the album in terms of instrumental, like the contributions and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, one last comment before we get into the rankings. I would say this kind of is like a is like a kind of a wannabe country honky tonk. And it's just it's missing a little bit, you know, and and but that's kind of what it wants to be. But then there's these other songs on the album that just kind of weigh it down, these sad songs that we all know of that we're gonna get into. <laughs> we don't have to spend a ton of time, obviously diving into each one of these songs because we already did so much but we can make a few comments here and there but i'll you know i'll go first since we did the the other rankings of the 2019 country songs i remember you went first so i'll just go first here so i got i you know i kind of jumped back and forth there's a few here on the bottom that i shuffled around and i eventually settled in on so here we go. Here let me pull this up. All right. 
So at number 11, we have the story of my life. Not a big fan of this song. This is a song that we, we kind of poked fun at a lot. I think you would agree. We, you know, it's, it's kind of been, it's been one that we have, we've said for a while, it's probably going to be number 11 on this list. Not much to say there. I don't, it's kind of the, the song that, uh, it's just kind of the very depressing song. Number 10, she does the walk on by. Not a, not a big fan of that song. Just that one's kind of talking about the girl that walks by. I think it's like his girlfriend and yeah, not a big fan of that one. Number nine, I'm on to you. That's kind of the, the anti she does the walk on by. That's the one where he's talking about the girl walking by, but it's not his girlfriend. Number eight, the river. Some, you know, I remember we had Corey Gallant on this pod. You and him did not like this song. Uh, I don't have it at the very bottom, but, you know, not, not super high either. It's got, this is where I think it starts to get a little bit more, a little more in the positive. You know, it's, it's a song I might, you know, if it, if it got played on my phone, I might not necessarily skip it, but not a big fan. It's kind of talking about a river and in a body of water as a metaphor for his life. Number seven, Highways and Heartaches. Energetic song, kicks off the album. It's, yeah, I don't have much more to describe than that. Kind of just energetic song, kicks off the album, uses highways, highways and heartaches as kind of a, a metaphor for his kind of love life. Number six, a little surprised that this one got as high as it did. A little magic on my mind. You know, it surprised me. It was the least popular song off the album, but I have it in the middle here. I mostly have it in the middle because I think it was a funny song, told a little bit more of a story than some of these other ones at the bottom. Number five, way up north around Shreveport. It's got that funky guitar, talking about the Gator Man. A lot, lot funnier than some of these other songs. I enjoy it. It's, it's a decent song. I like it talking about different parts of Louisiana, which is cool. I've never been there. Talking about this girl that's from, I think, New York and describing Louisiana to her. Number four, Baby When Your Heart Breaks Down. A good song. Jumps right off the right off the bat to the chorus. No intro, no verse. It's it's a good song, you know. It was completely written by Kix Brooks, and you know I kind of wish that he would have written all these songs just in. Maybe that maybe that would have made this a little bit better. It's it's one of his most popular ones on the album. We did that one with uh, my friend Jake. Number three, this one is one that, you know, I, ha I had down a lot lower and it kept climbing and kept climbing and kept listening to it. It's a song that at its roots, I think is better 
than what it actually comes out as, as seen by the cover of this, and that's Sacred Ground. You listen to it, I think it's, it's, it's well-written, and it's well-played, but I think it, it, it doesn't have as much as the McBride and the Ride version, but is one of the best songs, I think, on this album. Number two, The Last Rodeo. It's a good song. It is one of these rare ones, I think the only one, that is not talking about a woman. It's talking about him and this bull, kind of a, I want to say coming of age, sort of coming of age song, talking about him and this bull, their, their, uh, their old rodeo days stuff like that it's just a it's just a good song kind of a slower kind of a ballad and number one i have thought this was the best song in the album since we covered it reviewed it there's a telephone ringing i enjoy this song it's catchy to me it's good it tells it tells a story it's got that kind of forensic files cold files kind of feel to it i just like it i think it is Hands down, my favorite song off the album. Wish that this podcast episode for this got a lot more views. But yeah, that's that's a wrap on that. That's my that's my ranking of the Kix Brooks self-titled album. Yeah, I mean that that's a I'd I'd say that's a pretty fair ranking right there. Um, I don't know, like. I definitely disagree with you on some points and I'm going to get into my, uh, my, my, my ranking here. So I'm going to start. Um, I, I do agree with you on number 11 though. I'm going to start that with story of my life. I mean, I have never heard a, a, a worse country song. And, and I know, uh, and, and I know that, that, that we've been ripping on this for this song for forever so I don't really want to beat a dead horse here, but in short, it was really bad, uh, in my opinion. And then I'm going to go uh, number 10. I'm going to follow that up with The River. Uh, I did not like that song. Not very, didn't really vibe very well with me. Uh, and I didn't really understand it as much. Perhaps maybe I'll give it a second chance some other time. But as it stands right now, it wasn't a very good one. Uh, number nine was... And this was debate. This is debated because these two are a little bit interchangeable. But number nine is "I'm On to You." Now that was it was pretty decent. It was pretty decent. I I think like, um, and I mean, but overall, I think it was a little bit repetitive, as a lot of the album was. So uh, that's why it gets the ninth spot there. Number eight, a little magic on my mind, as you said the antithesis of uh uh what was it she does the walk on by uh and uh i i mean again a decent song slightly repetitive but like you know it wasn't horrible uh but not very not very low in the the rankings for me uh number seven uh highways and heartaches the lead off track I generally, uh, I, I think it could have could have done better. Personally, I I did enjoy it to some extent. Didn't really grab me as much as I was anticipating, 
it too. And for that reason, it's up there. Um, number six, she does the walk on by the opposite of a little magic on my mind. I, I did really like, um, she does the walk on by. I thought that that was a good song, kind of funky, groovy little aspect to it there. As you said, um, number five is baby. When your heart breaks down, I believe that's the only song that kicks Brooks himself actually wrote on this song by himself. Uh, and I, I did like it. Um, Although, it's, it's, I'd say it's pretty good. And it, it was um, definitely commendable. It was not, it didn't do, it didn't pull me for like, you know, a top three spot there though. It was, it was still decently really good, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it just didn't vibe for me as, you know, top three worthy. Uh, number four was Sacred Ground. Um, we mentioned that, you mentioned that, you know, that's the only song that really was, you know, the, the track that was probably the most famous, not the most streamed on Spotify, but probably the, uh, arguably the most famous uh, from this album. And it wasn't even Kix Brooks's version that, that got, you know, to be the most famous. But I still think it's a good, it's a nice ballad and it's worthy of, you know, the number four spot. Now, number three, um, I'm gonna, number three is way up north around Shreveport. I really did like uh, way up north around Shreveport. I thought it was a very good, um, nice, uh, it was the itch. Honestly, I think it should have been the lead off track because uh, I think it's better than Highways and Heartaches um but definitely really funky and it's got that honky-tonk vibe to it again from kicks brooks i think that's the the sort of stuff that like that was the only one that didn't sound repetitive to me like out of the honky-tonk sounding songs off this album it was the only one that wasn't that, that i felt wasn't very repetitive and number two uh, I disagree with you here, but um, number two, I'm going to put there's a telephone ringing. Um, I did uh, I did really like there's a telephone ringing, and I thought it was a very good song. I didn't really think it was very, I didn't really think it was a country song, though. It sounded more like an 80s slow ballad, sort of like, again, like you said, the CSI or Forensic Files type intro, and the, there could have been, you know, I, it, it should have done a lot better than it, it did. I think it's very underrated in terms of um, in terms of popularity. I think it should absolutely be more popular. And then number one for me was the last rodeo, and this was um, the most popular song off this album, uh, without a doubt, uh, at least on Spotify. Uh, and the numbers speak for themselves. I think you know. I think it's a very good uh, song, and I think it's heartfelt. And it is the only song on this album that I believe really doesn't reference women or love in a love for women in that sense. I think it really just talks about experiences and wanting to leave it all out on the field from the perspective of a rodeo person, a rodeo man. And it's heartfelt. And I think the writing was good on this song. You know, they, they hit the nail on the head with in terms of melodic and harmony, stuff like that. And I think it was very good, but, and that is why I think it deserves a number one spot on my list. But uh, 
Yeah, a solid, solid list. But I, I know I disagree with you in a couple spots. But what do you think? Our lists are very similar. They, yeah, there's some of these we pick the exact same spot. Store of my life, both picked dead last. I'm on to you, ninth. Highways and heartache, seventh. Those looks like the only ones, but some of these are just switched around. Just a few, you know, our top top two are the same, not the same order, but our top top five are all the same, just different order. Really, the only I had a little magic on mine, two out of yours, and then the really the only big difference that we dis we disagreed on was she does the walk on by. You had that four spots ahead of me. I did not think that was a very good song. And also that one, uh, she does a walk on by is the one that's like the opposite of I'm on to you. Not the oh yeah. A little magic on my mind is kind of the uh continuation of I'm on to you. Like that's like the because the I'm on to you one is like she's walking by him. Right. Oh yeah. And then the a little yeah, match to right. my mind's like talking like he's at he's at a some kind of looks like maybe a cluster of bars or something like that. And then the she does a walk on bar hopping is the that's like his girlfriend walking by. He does from the different perspective. No, that that makes sense. But I didn't I to me, I'm on to you and she does the walk on by. They felt like the same song. <laughs> And, and 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 I can see that, but like, I personally, I I think that uh, she does the walk on by felt a little bit better in my opinion. I I thought it was funky, you know, it was groovy. That's Didn't really hit me as well as I'm on to you did. The river I had two ahead of yours. I think that I don't think that's a bottom tier song. You know, I think it's not very good, but. You know, it's got, I don't know, it was a little soft, little soft, but, but, little soft something to it. Yeah, but like that, that's where I, I don't get like, I mean, okay, yeah, you can make that case, but like, what about it was good in, in your was opinion? You no, know, he's comparing, he's comparing his life to different bodies of water. It got my attention because it's like, I never heard that before. But I mean, it's it makes so... me go back and listen to the song. I think if I remember correctly, his, 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 early his early years was a small puddle of water and then he 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 come he came into a stream and said he has not yet reached the river and then he gets into the river and then i don't know what's the end of the river i don't know if that's marriage if he's talking about his connection with this girl or if that's the end of his existence i don't know but it's it made yeah. me think a little bit so i couldn't put it well, I mean, I mean, yeah, it, it does make you think, but it, it, in my opinion, like the, not even that, but just also the song placement in the album. I forget where it's at in the. I, mean, oh, I, I had the had the uh, the thing pulled up earlier, so I could have seen the track list, but it's somewhere in the album. In it my opinion, that number like, five. Yeah, 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 number five. And wait, what? What? What's directly before it? She does the walk on by. Oh yeah, yeah. It is probably the worst transition song that I've ever heard. Like, yeah, that, it, that's an interesting because you got 
you got there's a telephone ringing kind of slower and then she does the walk on by up the back down to the river and then up to baby when your heart breaks down no it, down it, again it doesn't, doesn't make sense my life <laughs> it, it it does not make sense at all and and personally like like yeah you can make the argument that it's a decent song like i i get that but in my opinion it would put me to sleep like just and, and and as i've said i think you know that there's like right in the middle of the cut of this album i think that there's a like just a few of those songs that are you know decent and you know you you like to listen to and then there's this stuff that you know will put you to sleep and then you'll miss the ending which is really good <laughs> yeah so that is our review capping off finally the kicks brooks 1989 self-titled album so until next time hopefully you guys enjoyed this took a lot of effort behind the scenes took an entire summer you better love it (laughs) entire summer get get these share it spread the word yep we're the only one only only podcast you're gonna find that is reviewing a 1989 kicks brooks album so how about that yep yeah, and, and breaking it down so in depth too. I mean, the the amount of painstaking digging that uh, I'm sure that, but, but, that both you and I had to do just to to even find the the like. I, I'm not sure all of you understand this, but like you can't find the lyrics to damn near any of these songs. Nope. You can't find the lyrics. You can't find out very like very 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 little about this and these songs <laughs> is known publicly. Let me just before we go. Let me just say this comment. I don't think Kix Brooks himself has put has put this much time and energy into this album since the eighties. Since after the after this was released, I don't think he has put this much I, time I, and energy I, I into this right. as we have, <laughs> or any Honestly, person, yeah, any person for that matter. I think the yeah personally the like he just left it in the eighties and, and said, okay, let's, let's write that off. Let's leave that in 1989 and uh, let's not even think about it anymore. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was, I guess if we're getting technical, he had the re-release in 93. So definitely after that point, there definitely was no, there was no, yeah, no yeah, he did but, not bring I mean, this back up. <laughs> I mean, you could make the argument that he didn't even touch the album though. Like even though Capitol Records, uh, or I'm sorry, what was it? I don't know if it was Capitol Liberty Records or not. Records. On it. But uh, whatever the new record company was, they probably just, because I noticed none of the songs were remastered at all. Like normally, like, you know, if the artist does another recording of it, does a second take of it, or they tweak it up a little bit, you know, they'd say remastered on it. And none of those songs. Yeah, no, I, I would like to see now that Brooks and Dunn's kind of getting back together, I'd like them to maybe go through this entire song, entire ep, uh, album, or maybe just a few of these. There's a telephone ringing. I don't know if I trust them to really pick out the good ones. Well, I don't know which ones they would pick, but like there's a telephone ringing in some of these sacred ground. I don't know. Or the last rodeo. I mean, last rodeo. That would be absolutely good. do a duet last rodeo, without a doubt. Or like you know, even if you just te- like you know, add some of these songs, it's not even like a remastering or a reimagining of the Kicks Brooks album. But like even if you tacked like you know 
the top three songs on this album onto like a greatest hits extended cut compilation or like you know just a new album where they reimagine all their old songs i mean i, I don't know something to do that is it we'll see you guys next time